Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to President, Patriot or Puppet. We are speaking uh, about the Obama administration today, as in most shows, of course. Uh, of course, it's uh, not hard to find the illegalities in that area. They lie, commit murder, such as the Benghazi and the Navy SEALs accidentally being shot down. You know, they cheat, steal, and nothing is done, but they're uh, continued sinking us further into debt. The more corrupt they are, the more they are hailed as heroes by their own party. I'm so sick of the Clintonology that I could choke. Now, I'm sick of the old established people that never go away because the stupid people keep voting them back into office. Can someone say Harry Reid, Nancy Pelosi for me? It's time for new people, new faces, and new ideas of getting our country back on track. Hillary is more of Obama. President Barack Hussein Obama's popularity and poll numbers have been falling dramatically since the failures of his signature legislation, the Obamacare. In modern presidential history, when presidents have become lame duck presidents, they have generally not been able to get their agendas enacted legislatively. This political conventional wisdom is probably true. However, President Barack Hussein Obama does not care about our constitutional system of government and our legislative process. Throughout his first term and the beginning of his second term, President Barack Hussein Obama only seeks legislation from Congress when it is politically beneficial to his political image. When he and his Marxist team in the White House do not view it as beneficial to them to go through the legislative process, they don't do it. President Barack Hussein Obama issues executive orders and his executive regulations to implement his Marxist agenda in his goal to dismantle American capitalism and American economic superiority and exceptionalism. The left would accuse President George W. Bush of being an imperial president because of the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. President Bush at least sought legislation from Congress where the Constitution gives them the authority for the most part. That does not mean President Bush did not get anything wrong. He did a lot of things wrong. However, even most of his bad policies were based on bad legislation that he sought from Congress. President Barack Hussein Obama has taken the imperial presidency to a completely new level of that's very scary. President Barack Hussein Obama's use of executive orders and executive regulations as a lawmaking tool 
to circumvent the constitutional lawmaking body, politic, the Congress, resembles a dictatorial ruler, ignoring the people's representatives. President Barack Hussein Obama's Environmental Protection Agency, you know, the EPA, has been his primary regulatory body that has unconstitutionally legislated against the will of the people. President Barack Hussein Obama's signature legislation, Obamacare, is his single biggest policy that destroyed the constitutional order in our republic. He did seek legislation from Congress to enact his launching pad for a single-payer health insurance program. Now, however, when we take a closer look at Obamacare legislation, the bill did not do anything. It created unelected and unaccountable bureaucracies and gave the Department of Health and Human Services complete discretion over the implementation of Obamacare. On top of giving President Barack Hussein Obama's imperial presidency the lawmaking authority by executive fiat, bring more executive orders to bear than any other, President Barack Hussein Obama and the left has successfully taken control over one-sixth of America's economy through regulations, executive orders, mandates, and taxation. From the progressive point of view, there is no aspect of America's economy that Obamacare and the EPA does not touch. As a supposedly lame duck president, President Barack Hussein Obama will continue circumventing the Congress constitutional authority. He will expand his use of regulatory lawmaking in disguise of protecting the environment and providing health insurance for Americans. On the international front, President Barack Hussein Obama will continue supporting the radical Islamic terrorists in the name of democracy while diminishing and weakening American leadership and strength abroad. America does not have the responsibility to be the policeman of the world, but we do live in a world where evil exists, and for liberty to survive domestically, liberty must survive globally. The United States is the only nation in the world with the economic superiority to take the lead in defending and spreading liberty around the world. In the the remainder of President Barack Hussein Obama's second term, will he be a lame duck president? Conventional wisdom says yes, but he will not achieve much of his agenda legislatively through the Congress. However, as a true imperial president, President Barack Hussein Obama will enact his Marxist agenda by executive fiat. It will take true constitutionalists in 2014 elections to put a stop to the imperial presidency of Barack Hussein Obama and a true constitutionalist in 2016 to undo 
President Barack Hussein Obama's policies. Who will the Republicans and rhinos elect as their candidate to run against the what difference does it make freak show lady Clinton? In our country today, we have a ruler class of folks in the Democratic Party and their uh, challenger party. Republicans have defiled themselves through their own actions, which is, of course, a lack of courage, that some say will cost elections in the future. Some say it is a sure thing for the Democrats to win elections up against this type of Republicans, and that third parties only issue a Democrat victory. I would bring your attention to Republicans in name only rhinos, specifically one in particular, Lindsey Graham. It is at, he's at it again. He always tries to turn hard right to bolster his non-existent conservative credentials a year or so before the election. And this year is no different. After Senator Graham and what has come to be known as Gramnesty and his collusion with John McCain, another rhino, during the shutdown and the famed filibuster fight, you remember? Lindsey Graham is, hope, is hoping that voters will forget his betrayals. Did you know that Lindsey Graham voted to raise the debt ceiling, fund Obamacare, and appease President Barack Hussein Obama? Even though the Republicans have lowered themselves in the eyes of the voter, I don't believe that a third-party candidate necessarily formally surrenders the election to the Dems. Because of today's massive problems, people like the Millenniums are jumping ship on President Barack Hussein Obama as well as some of the regular Democrats. I think those people... Uh, saying a third-party candidate has no chance vastly underestimates the disgust out there among voters. Disgust with both parties. I'm a firm believer in the 2060-20 theory. Remember Reagan, Dems? A part of that faction still exists, and party loyalty is waning on both sides. Does anyone cherish the thought of seeing the innocence of our children fly away? Well, of course not, but yet we keep destroying their future. And I'm not only speaking of the outrageous debt piling up daily with the administration, which we will be passing on to them and will have them remember us, not as the greatest generation as our parents were, but as the selfish generation. If we don't have the courage to fight no, not implying to pick up a gun. I am speaking of our continued poisonous efforts to buy into the past by those who make their living reproducing it. They do it to ensure a divided nation and their continued profits. One woman was able to take the Bible and prayer and religion out of our schools. And still others remove the Pledge of Allegiance from our schools. And these wrongs to our country could be firm ground to start on by reinstating them. 
But that is only one step. We have many steps to take to bring back the verse, love thy neighbor as you love thyself, and stop being jealous of them. Our jealousy of our neighbor's successes keeps us doing the same things over and over, and each time expecting a different outcome, which, of course, is the meaning of insanity. We have to fire the lifelong professional political crooks and hire in their place patriots who love our country that look like us, that have the same successes as we do and drive the same type of car as we do and so on. We the people are the true boss. And we must realize that before it's too late. And we must take our country back from those royals who we have always seen as being better than ourselves and our neighbors. And therefore, we vote for the guy with the most money. Stop. The cliff is not that far away. So now I want to bring in my co-host here, Michael Talley, to give his thoughts on what's going on today. Uh, good morning, David. How you doing? Good. Well, as soon as the boy gets back from his vacation, which he conveniently left his wife there for 17 days, which certainly we have to pay for, uh, the idea is to get away from Obamacare. <clears throat> it's been such a disaster he doesn't want to address any questions. And he's pushing you know, all of a sudden promise zones in the United States. It's something new to distract us. Nothing will ever come of it, but Philadelphia is on that list, along with four other uh, U.S. cities. His idea is to distract. He's pushing raising the minimum wage, which is just a foolish thought in the first place. That does nothing but hurt people, and you're not supposed to have a minimum wage job to support a family of four. If you do, you got more problems than money coming in. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. How would you how would you pay for a hamburger if you paid somebody fourteen or fifteen dollars an hour minimum yeah. wage? You know? That's what your hamburger is going to cost. <laughs> you know, all, all that's going to do is push people towards automation. Sure. And you know, you know, you can automate cooking a hamburger. I'm sure you can automate putting one together and probably more effectively. Sure. People are not supposed to be living on minimum wage jobs. You can't raise it fifteen twenty dollars an hour, which is what they're pushing, and again, that's to appeal to his base, just like they appeal to the base of the uh, people that believe in global warming, which was really humorous. you got a ship trapped in the Antarctic. We've got to send three icebreakers to get them out, and ice they said doesn't exist. Wait a minute, what I mean, about today's temperatures? The coldest on record, you know? It's incredible. Oh, that's, a, that's global warming. <laughs> they did twist any it's amazing. They trip everything around. It's all global warming. Yeah. Global warming is not happening. I mean this is Gore comes out with that and that's and then he sells his, his current T V station to our Al Jazeera. Yeah. I mean right. people think this is a good thing. We gotta get across the low information, low knowledgeable voters that get their news and Information off of John Stewart and and people yeah. like that that are comedians. They aren't even funny, yes. but they're theoretical comedians. Phil Mayer. Well, that look, kind of look, look at all the guys on, over there on the left, and all they have to do is say that's not true. That's not true. Can't you just right. see the stupid <laughs> grin on 
on uh, Biden's face when he's up there, and their and their base, their voting base believes them. Okay, they said it's not true, so therefore those nut jobs. Uh, and by the way, I, I've got to just share this. I was at a, a meeting and a kind of a get together, and uh, met a gentleman over there who said he would puke if he went on Fox News. They have never had a correct fact in their life. <laughs> now, That's amazing. I, I, kind of a, a, a grassroots grab and mudsling there, but it's the truth. Whenever you see these guys, they have absolutely no knowledge about fact because, number one, they don't recognize it when they see it. If it comes from somebody else's mouth and it doesn't agree with what their contingencies are or whatever they've been told by their left-wing base, then it's not true. <laughs> well, the MSNBC spends 75% of their time criticizing what's on Fox News. Yeah. Like Limbaugh says, well, I'm about to give you your show prep for the day. He's a, he's a, a political commentator. But yeah, you've got little people like Obama up there saying, "Well, don't listen to him. You know, don't mm-hmm. participate in what he's saying. Don't watch Fox News." Exactly. This guy's the smallest egotistical person we could ever have. And you know, there's a there's a grab going on out there for uh, those people leaving Obama, and the millennials are one of them. You know, we did a show about that, but what's really coming to grips with? Uh, possible realities, the fact that some of the millennials are so used to being taken care of, they're rushing and screaming for communism. Did you hear anything about that? Oh, isn't that amazing, the uh, Rolling Stone uh, writer that came out pushing for socialism? Yeah. I mean, you got Bill de Blasio, the new mayor who makes Bloomberg look good, which is not easy. <laughs> And he's a committed, a devout communist. He hires somebody over the school saying, "Well, we're going to push a socialist agenda." I mean, wow. New York. I can't. I can't imagine why people won't be moving out of New York in droves with this guy there. He I can't understand how they voted him. For how would they vote something like that in? So you already know there's there's a, a bunch of that type of people there. You know, just well, a bunch of them. And now they're looking at approving medical marijuana. And and you see what they show in Colorado of these people sitting outside in circles, passing a pipe around recreational marijuana. This is this is the biggest joke I've ever seen. And, and especially state lines. Yeah. And especially with a guy like you in the business of recognizing that and pursuing avenues of defense against it and that type of thing. And here we are, state after state is, you know, turning a blind eye and saying, oh, okay, yeah, well, that, that's probably okay. Can you imagine especially the abuses with that of having a state full of people who just run around and and are in some kind of, a, uh, I don't know, a, a bomby state there? And uh, running into people, well, listen, hey, you shouldn't have been there, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Shouldn't have been driving in front of me. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have been driving. And these people look so goofy, and marijuana kills brain cells, and they're there, and you can tell by looking at them how silly and stupid they are. 
They're giving you the, you know a sign saying, "Oh, well, aren't I cool? I'm smoking marijuana." Are you stupid? Yes. Are you a freaking idiot? Yeah. Isn't that and the next thing to follow, you got Holder and Obama is going to come out and change the federal law, saying, "Okay, you can have marijuana in your system, be at work." Well, that's going to put a lot of companies out of business because if I was hiring people, which I refuse to do, they smoke marijuana. They ain't working here. It's that simple. You don't sure. need that. You are you kidding? That would be a complete catastrophe. There is nothing taken seriously. These people are are looking to be up there in a high. Does that mean they're going to be responsible for your business? My God, no. Yeah, <laughs> the lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah, and that's how people lose their business. <clears throat> they got somebody with the drugs in their system going out driving, going into people's homes, causing problems. Foolish. Foolish yeah. and stupid. Yeah. Well, it, it was your fault you left the door open. <laughs> yeah, Can you right, imagine? Right. The nutcases are going to come up with every solution. I, I got so sick at some of the people at this get-together I was telling you about. They They can explain away anything. You can dribble a fact out there, and they will toss it up, go into acclamations that it would shock you. I don't see how they can come up and invent all of the the left-wing jargon that they can come up with. And, and the first words out of their mouth is Republican control would be total totalitarianism. Do you know what we are in right now? Would you look the damn word up? I, I, that's, this is how I'm trying to talk with these people, but there's there's no talking with people like that. No, you can't discuss anything with them. <clears throat> Anybody that's an Obama supporter or follower or an Obama lover or liberal, you can't discuss things with them because they, they don't look at the results of these endeavors. Yeah, we're going to increase the minimum wage. We're going to extend... Unemployment benefits. Really, how long? Well, you can let these people sit home forever. Uh, do you give you it to know them 13 that, weeks and they get a job. Do you know that that's how you train animals, is to is to take over and give them things, and they come back and look for things. So when you tell a person that you're going to give them their wages without being employed, do you think they're going to go get a job or try to find one? Hey, what happened to grassroots? If you start over here, the reason why you start at something is you're trying to build to something else. That means uh, to get a better job within a company. You start lower and, to, and try to graduate to the top. And that is gone. American capitalism, exceptionalism, it's just... It's disappearing. It's, I think it's said well by that group of uh, supposedly millennials who say, "Listen, you are all stupid. This sh- we should we should have a government that furnishes us whatever we need." Can you imagine that thought process? How it evolved? Where it evolved from? Well, that was a, a Rolling Stone article. Well, the government should give everybody a check. Yeah, they should also take over everybody's property. You know, why would landlords have to charge somebody for living there? <laughs> just stupidity. Yeah. You get yeah. what you earn. You don't earn it, sure. you don't get it. Yeah. But it's just like you were talking about. They're, they're 
full of marijuana. They're looking at oh, everything is cute that I do, and and you know you shouldn't be in my way if if you get hurt or damaged by something that I'm doing. And it's all about them. It's a kind of a center axis. Nothing about producing or uh, evolving into something better. No, it is where is my check. You damned old people who have money are supposed to take care of us. Yeah, the government's supposed to give them a check for doing nothing. Mm -hmm. And they say, well, you know, now if you want to go out and pay murals, you can do it because somebody's taking care of you. Right. The government has no money. Where are they going to get money to pay everybody a check? Yeah, and look, we're we're turning into another Greece. If if we could get over there with cameras and just start interviewing people like these guys do on the street, and just start talking with the what they they reduce the retirement age to like fifty or something over there, and yeah, all business has just moved out. I mean, they're sitting there in lines and and they're. Uh, having these protests, where is our money? Where is our money? You know, and nothing is being produced there. I mean, it's just—it's incredible. They're—they're they're falling off of the cliff. We're sadly on our way to that direction. I can't believe that people can't see the the connection there. It's hard to believe that you you can show people something and just use common logic. You know, I don't even say common sense, just logic. If two and two equals four, you can explain away all day long why it should equal eight. You know, it's just there's no logic there. That's common core, new math. Nothing works. Yeah, common core, that's another vigilante group. That's another indoctrination program. Right. Well, we got Canada come down telling us, uh, don't register your guns. They saying that's what's happening up here. Registration leads to confiscation. It is. That is the truth. And that's exactly what these uh, imperial presidency gang is after. they got to remove the guns if they're going to really take over. They, they know there's too many of us strong Americans out there, and they've got to get rid of all the guns. And they can come up with all of these fisher, what I call hook quality. They're trying to hook people into believing, see... If we would have taken the guns away, uh, this uh, shooting wouldn't have taken place. The idiots, please, idiots out there, I'm going to call you what you are. Look, there is no such thing as a criminal following the law. They're going to be the only ones with the guns. You know, it's incredible. We have people now that are protecting their souls. One one guy that had people throwing firebombs at him. And he got in trouble for shooting at him. Yeah, I mean the yeah. police are just as, are getting just as bad as little boy Obama in his little gay White House. Right. You know, you talk about the, the gay White House. That's exactly uh, every time you see Obama in his uh, uh, what do you call it wife together, uh, oh, you can you can see her serious "I hate you" going out there to the public, but especially to him when he's talking to the neighbor sitting next to him in some kind of a, uh, a get-together or function. I, I uh, fail to remember what which one it was when she made him get up and change seats with her. Oh, that's <laughs> so a, that's that, a blonde girl from Dan, Danish girl. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> and she was so upset, not only because he was ignoring her, but because he was ignoring her by talking to a white girl. She oh, is yeah. seriously racist. That really, oh, really irritated her. Yes, she <clears throat> is. It's, it's proof <clears throat> in the pudding. I, I would challenge anybody to read her thesis and not see all the way through her. Everything that she says in that thesis brings the light to how she hates white people. Hates, dearly, hates them. And oh, had yeah. to and had to deal with them all the way through pathetic college. And it was it's just eye opening. You know, I wish people would just go in and do a little research. And here now we got uh, uh, the gentleman who is uh, trying to put Obama in jail. You know, the the sheriff out there in Arizona. Yeah, uh, Joe Ohio. Joe Ohio. Yeah, he's he's now believes that he can put Obama in jail by uh, the end of 2014. And boy, more power to him. <laughs> I'm telling That's you, that's where he should be. Yeah. He has no respect for the Constitution. He's changed yeah. Obamacare, I mean, I keep hearing different numbers, 17, 47 times, without going yeah. through a Congress, just because he says, ah, I'm going to exempt these people. Yeah. He cannot do that. And and everybody's too afraid to stand up because he's, you know, today he's black. They say, oh, I'll yeah. be called racist. I don't care if you call me racist. I don't like the boy. Yeah. I don't like his policies. I don't care what color he is. Yeah. Uh, I got a guy by the name of Harley Schlanger, who's actually comment, commenting on arresting Obama and restoring liberty. All right, listen to a couple minutes. Listen to what this is. Well, this is going to be an interesting year because you have the midterm elections coming up, and the question will be, will Wall Street be able to keep their grip on the jugular of both political parties? And that's been the problem. And whatever else people think, budget deficits, uh, spending caps, all these other things, the reality is that Wall Street is calling the shots. And by Wall Street, I mean six banks in the United States and maybe 12 to 16 internationally. And this is the year where the American people are either going to break that control or we're going to have a horrible year. Yeah. Well, I want to talk to you about 2014, and I do want to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas. I hope everybody... Okay, well, I, I, he didn't get right into it, but he's got it further on in there. But he's talking about restoring liberty and and not only uh, throwing him out of office, but arresting him. Think about it. There is how – how many laws has he actually uh, just – said screw it I, I if it's not my way it's the highway i'll i'll do an executive order around it you know that's uh treason that's breaking the constitution he is not allowed to do that we have a bunch of ballless republicans up there like the uh, grahams and the and the, the john mccain's who absolutely are touting around to kind of blend in if you will with the atmosphere and do nothing it's it's uh it's disgusting to me well they've got to get it together and the republicans have to group together with the tea party and conservatives and whoever stop fighting each other yeah any republican in office would be better than any democrat that's right. just basic and any democrat will be better except for clinton 
than a little low. Sure. You know, I've always said, you know, from, from day one of our shows, you know, a pineapple would have been a better president, okay? At least a pineapple wouldn't have been doing anything, right? And it wouldn't be as rotten, even yeah. at this point in time. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got Gates coming out with his book. That really irritated the uh, administration. A little tell-all yeah. book. And right. I wasn't a big right. fan of Gates, but I like what he's saying now. You know, Shooting down if, both Clinton and Obama. You know, I, I think this is what we've needed for quite a while, and it, it seems like that uh, uh, that uh, the sheriff in Arizona there may get us on that podium. Uh, and I call it the O.J. Simpson podium. If we could get his little scroungy ass up there on the stand and get whistleblowers to start coming forward to protect their own ass, I think we would uncover the garbage pile out of this world. You know, it would just be horrendous. Well, as NSA spying is trying to get something on everybody that opposes them. So if they yeah. come up and say, well, yeah, but you did this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's keeping a lot of people quiet. Right. NSA I'm, spying is strictly political, strictly for his own use. Listen, you, you know for a fact that the six SEALs, that got shot out of the air were the, and of course those were the six that were supposedly quote unquote who killed Osama bin Laden which of course intelligent people who know the disease that Osama bin Laden had where he had to be on kidney dialysis and bought his own equipment back in 2001 I've got a kidney dialysis clinic next to my clinic here and just talk with those people a little bit, and you will realize that unless he was a a supernatural human or being of some sort, he would have been dead six minimum six years ago. Oh yeah, it's it's incredible how they have played that card and decided that. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, uh, we killed him, and we went out and buried him at sea. We don't have anything left to, to show you that, but but just trust us. Yeah, nobody's <laughs> there out of camera. You always yeah. take a, a shot, a picture, something for well, proof. Which is exactly the case that these kidney dialysis people are talking about. If you're on kidney dialysis, you have to have that equipment right there next to you. And they were showing desks, well, here's where he sat. And, uh, there was nothing in there that indicated anything to do with a person who had to have all of the equipment for kidney dialysis. You see what I mean? There is, and so the pictures reveal that he was not there. Uh, more, more lies propagated by, by Obama. It's pretty yeah. basic. Exactly. You know, he's got his mouth open and he's talking, he's lying about something or trying to distract people. Right. And it cracked me up again. He's making a speech when he gets back from uh, Hawaii that we paid for for 17 days. I'm glad he enjoyed his fifth freaking trip. And he's got a bunch of people behind him clapping at everything he says. This guy can't do anything without a prop. Exactly. Yeah. And his total. And he, I don't know. I don't know how much he's paying those people to be back there. But uh, from what I talked with the other evening, I'm sure that it's easy enough to find some of those kind of people who oh, yeah. can can look at whatever he says and say and, say and agree with him. It's incredible. 
I'm just flabbergasted at the amount of people who can come up with some of the most the uh, let's just call a spade a spade the the most ignorant things I've ever heard in my life. You know, we well, had people behind him when he first talked about Obamacare, and this woman's clapping to support them and voicing her uh, admiration for what he's doing. Now she hasn't got any health care, and now she's upset. Oh, it's a little late now. You're going to see all kinds of this coming down the street, and no distraction at all is going that's to distract exactly, people from Obamacare. Remember, yeah, remember that's the the implementation that uh, the millennials were supposed to be uh, moving away from Obama. They finally got a bite. In other words, they felt a little bit of the pain because he went after them, and you are now going to be fined if you don't have insurance and all that kind of stuff. And so they woke up. You know, do do we want to call them all pot smokers? No, but they finally woke up that, hey, wait a minute, uh, there's something there against us, you know, instead of just staying asleep and and uh, saying we want uh, socialism and communism to uh, take care of us and so we can go back to smoking our pot, we... We now have been, uh, they've actually come after us, and we felt some pain. So they jumped a little ship there uh, with Obama. But how that's going to materialize into votes in 2014, I guess is anybody's guess. But, uh, you know, it's, it's incredible that we don't already have some strong attention. I mean, you're just, just like that woman... You, you were just talking about who was clapping and yeah 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 and then finally realized she wasn't going to have insurance. How yeah. can that not resonate and have other people realize and put two and two together and come up with the four we were talking about a while ago? Well, now she's unhappy. She's clapping and voting for something she had no clue. Like Pelosi says, well, you got to pass it to see what's in it. Exactly. Are you kidding? These people, these politicians that are out there, I don't understand how they got there. I mean, obviously, it's got to be a job that nobody productive wants to do. Exactly. You know, there's a, a strange word now that when somebody says it, immediately I think, well, you're a damn liar. When they say, uh, it's this, X, Y, Z, period. <laughs> yeah, right. I think Obama has has destroyed the word. I think as soon as you say that, you're identified as a freaking liar. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's been his big problem. He lied 47 times about Obamacare. You can keep your doctor. You can keep your medical plan. Right, period. Your rates will go down $2,500 a person. Right. And they tell oh, the number of people that signed up, but they don't talk about the number of people that have lost their medical insurance. Now, I think you and I... I think you and I understand it most, but I guess uh, I'm just going to say it out loud. Uh, all he's doing is reading a teleprompter. Yes, uh, oh, yeah. that what is coming off of there is lies, but he doesn't even know that. He's just, hey, listen, you're interrupting my freaking golf game, you know? Or I want to go see my uh, my other guy in uh, Hawaii for a while. Yeah. Uh, okay, it's nothing other than a teleprompter uh, president. The, the behind-the-scenes people, and this is what's so scary, which are majority of Muslims behind the scenes, you know, why is it 
do you think it's strange that he has such empathy for the Muslim Brotherhood over there and sending billions and planes and helicopters and and etc and backing what would be quote unquote the wrong side and it's it's not hard for me to put together why he's bowing to the king of Saudi Arabia and doing all of the things that he's doing to exploit the uh, the uh, religion of uh, uh, of Islam. Now, I don't remember uh, the guy's name in the interview who actually corrected him because he said he admitted, Obama admitted he was a Muslim. And the guy says, oh, you mean Christian, right? Oh, yeah, right. yeah that's right. I mean oh, Christian. yeah, yeah, I meant to say Christian. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's already said if there's a problem between Muslims and Christians, he's going to support the Muslims. Yeah, look in his book. But people don't listen. Yeah, just read it in his book. It's there. Yeah, I, when it when it comes time, when it really, uh, I don't know, the, the soil gets bad for those uh, Muslims, I'm going to stick with those Muslims. That's what's right. written in his book, you know. Yeah, that's what he believes. It was interesting those pictures when he was talking to that blonde Danish girl and the wife he was getting all upset. If you look behind him, you see Rice, Holder, Jarrett, his little trio of traveling companions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. And Jarrett's back there pulling strings, telling him what to say. And they didn't look yeah. happy either that he was ignoring the thing he's married to. And right. how does somebody stay 17 more days, let their kids come home, with the husband, but she's going to stay and play for 17 days. And on top of that, she's with Oprah Winfrey. These two people hate each other. I'm not understanding this at all. The thing that kind of goes into the mix there is that ignorant remark that came from Oprah Winfrey. Now, for a while, I really thought she might have some brain cells. But when she came up and said what she said, that we have to wait for all the old white people to die off, in order to change this country to where we want it. You know, it's yeah. it, it, there is nothing to be said about that except she is a racial bee, and that's it. And I don't see her now any different than I see, uh, what's the, the wife up there of the uh, little guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't see them being separated at all. I see both of them as hating white people and having oh, yeah. a racist agenda out of this world. It's, it's it's incredible. Well, and then she says that overseas, too, just like the Dixie Chicks did when they were overseas criticizing Bush. You know, that's, they're cowards. Precisely. And then you got uh, the Democratic nominee for our Republican presidential, Christie, and he's giving in-state tuition to illegal immigrants. Illegal aliens, but he he thinks it's a great idea to give them in-state tuition. Yeah, amazing. That's incredible how people can say some of those really ignorant things like that, and especially Christie having. I I don't know where people got the justification to say, "Oh, he's the up-and-coming, and he's more than likely going to be the candidate, and all that kind of stuff." I have no respect for the gentleman. Now that's the Democrats really? picking our candidate again, just like they did with McCain. Yeah. Can't let that happen. Exactly. I, I was not uh, a big fan of uh, Mitt Romney, 
but again, a pineapple is better than what we have. But uh, the incredible truth is we have got to, we being the, the people, have got to realize that we've got to stop this looking for the royal. You know, all of the royals who can produce the most money. They talk about it every day on every radio and television program that, oh, he can't win because he, he doesn't have enough money. Do you, do you see what I'm talking about? There's there's a relationship there between we, we had a revolution to get us to rid us from the royals ruling over us, but it seems like we didn't really want that. I mean, we we hate our neighbor because the neighbor gets a better car or you know looks like he's doing a, a little better, and you would laugh at your neighbor if if he loved the country and was was actually wanting to run for office. You're, it, it's incredible what happened from 50 to 60 years ago of really appreciating and loving your neighbor has turned into spiteful hatred of the neighbor, and they, they make fun of it on advertisements. You know, uh, you know, make, uh, don't uh, uh, make fun of your neighbor, uh, be smarter than your neighbor or something uh, by buying this car. You know, they they actually are talking about knowing that we have this jealousy, and it's just destroying our country. Really, is destroying it. We've got to get rid of the everyday crook that's up there. And don't you know, he is a puppet by being stringed and pulled by the person with the money. So it's there's, we've got to grow up. We've got to stop all of this yeah that's not doing us any good at all we got to get people out there working and you can't pay people not to do anything it's exactly. going to turn into a totally pot smoking unproductive group of people yeah. I mean we're already falling as far as the world market goes in creativity grade school high school college falling way behind the rest of the of the world yeah how do you help somebody unemployed? Well, you create jobs. You know what I mean? Not staying in, in the the bleachers back over there and throwing rocks at people who are trying to create jobs and under the disguise of regulatory actions because uh, you want your clean energy, which has been a huge failure, to be the energy of the future. You know, I'm... I'm so sick to death of people who come out there on the, the boob tube and they will defend the cylindras and all of the other clean energies. Yes, there's mistakes out there, but this is the way to go. Trust me, we've spent a, bit, a trillion dollars on it and just like uh, throwing it down the drain, but yet, yet it's the right way to go when you start talking with people who are getting this free money from the government. Uh, for a nothingness, and we have a hundred, hundreds of thousands of jobs that are being cut off because they don't let the uh, the uh, uh, Canadian pipeline go, and they don't allow drilling, and they want to uh, tax uh, coal industry until they go out of business. I mean, that was Obama's words that came out of his mouth when he was running in 2008. You remember that? Yeah, we'll just tax the them to lay out of business. Yeah. yeah, you can you can start a coal mine, but we're going to bankrupt you. Exactly. 
Yeah. There, there's a progressive thinker. Yeah, right. Yeah, jobs out of this world could be made overnight. And I'm talking high-paying jobs. And it would be a, a landslide for this country. In the, you talk about middle class, it would build a mighty middle class and give a leg up, you remember JFK's words, to the poor leg up, meaning, hey, you're going to get to start, and here's a, a way and a path to go up and up and up, you know? And yeah. I, I think when when JFK's words were, were hijacked or robbed by the left, like uh, the Al Sharptons and the Jesse Jacksons, uh, he, he JFK was in a, a very wealthy family, and and he used the words, I want to give a leg up, a leg up turned into entitlements. It's incredible. Well, entitlements are what's killing people. Can't pursue entitlements. You, you, you just simply cannot pay people to be nonproductive. It yeah. does not work. It's not ever going to work. And we're going to go on fast track to become another Greece and just look at California. I think California doesn't have to wait for the uh, the volcano or the uh, uh, earth to crack and for it to slide off into the sea. They're doing a very good job of destroying that state with the left-wing nut jobs over there. Well, and they all seem to buy into it. You talk to yeah. people in California, and they think it's they think it's going well. It amazes Absolutely. Me. Look at those actors that will get on television and make some of the most absurd statements. And everyone who lives there, just like you say, is just, they just think it's wonderful. It's so wonderful that we're, we're, going, we're so flooded in debt, there's no way we can pay our way out of this. And, oh, by the way, if you're in business, you should pay more. You're right. And, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah, and and what are they doing? Leaving that state like a uh, like the dogs are after them, you know? Creating well, jobs across idiots. the state line. Yeah, they're not going to stay there. You got people with money that are not going to stay there and support people that aren't doing anything. That just exactly. doesn't make sense. Then you have idiots like Rodman that goes down and plays with a little boy in his pajamas in North Korea. Yeah. And we don't stop him. He goes there, we should pull his passport. Beyonce goes to Cuba with Jay-Z, pull their passports. They're yeah, doing you want to go down there and stay down there? Yeah, yeah just like stay over there. Kind of like the, the, using, the word, using the words of Obama. You like your job, you can keep your job, period. You like that country over there, you can stay over there, period. <laughs> right, exactly. Except this time we mean it. <laughs> and that's what they want. They can have that. They can go down there. We don't have a problem with it. No. Just stay there once you get there. I am I am for, believe it or not, the people finding out the people's names who say, uh, I hate this country. Boy, I would be the first one to find a wagon to get them on, to get them the hell out of here. And yeah. And you know who I'm talking about. You know, those people that hate infidels? Yep. Get rid of them all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's no question. How can you 
defend this. There's not a single Muslim out there that will stand up and and defend the fact that listen, all Muslims are not terrorists. Okay, they won't they won't go and say listen that terrorists shouldn't have been doing that. Blah blah blah. No, not here. It's silence. So if every terrorist is a Muslim and nobody is saying anything about it as being a Muslim, then what does that tell you? You know, I'm not for Muslims who can't defend this country. If you don't love this country, get the hell out of it. Yeah, that's not what we're here for. Christ. You don't want to be here? You don't have to be here. Go home. Go home to to your Sharia law. Yeah, that's that's what you want. Yeah, you know, I'll probably say this until I'm going to they throw the dirt in my face, but how in the world can women stand by and take the type of abuse that there is under Sharia law and not want a shotgun, you know, to defend themselves? I, I just, if you went over there right now and you saw one of those women who was raped by someone and pointed the finger at that person, she would be buried up to her neck, and even women would be throwing rocks at her to kill her. If you yeah. were trying to defend that woman, they'd kill you. Yeah, amazing. We, can't, we cannot change thousands of years' worth of this kind of ignorance. We're not going to be able to do it. And I think that, that when they come out with words and threaten, I think that, listen, their history instantaneously i would not put up with that kind of thing our country is at stake and we have a muslim in chief who's up there sympathizing and trying to turn away from christianity so to speak he says we're no longer a christian country do you remember those words coming from his mouth oh yeah that's our theoretical phony miscreant president right It'll be yeah, in a pot. Um, oh, I, God. If there's ever a time that something really needs to uh, gain momentum, it's that I want to put Obama in prison with, with Sheriff Opio. Now, I hope that he gains a landslide of support because he's really on to it if you go to his website and and look at the information that he's you know putting out there about uh how it was uh everybody wants to call him the birther thing well i don't give a shit what you call him if he's got the facts there and he can show you this is this is illegal this is not true this has been made over this is not a birth certificate this is not what you're supposed to have and etc cetera, etc cetera. i want him to be very aggressive and to get his agenda forward, you know, and arresting Obama and restoring liberty is uh, the words, you know, that he uses. Now look at this woman that was instrumental in producing the birth certificate all of a sudden, suddenly dying. Plane yeah, crash, yeah. six people on the plane, she's the only one that dies and nobody else gets hurt. Right. I got a That's problem a, with that. Sure. Look at the, I'm talking, that's the same thing as the six seals. The six yep, seals exactly. are the only witnesses over there. And miraculously, shortly thereafter, uh, they get shot out of the sky in their helicopter. Mm-hmm. Right. A little, a little mm-hmm. strange. Right. 
And who else knew they were up there? Exactly. Yeah, and and going on television. Yes, there's there's no remains. We were respectful uh, of the uh, Islamic faith, so we took him out and buried him at sea. Right. Yeah, respectful. I'd been respectful. I'd taken a picture and mm-hmm. cut him up in little pieces and sent a piece to all these Islamic nations. Let them know what's in yeah. for them. Well, well, what was it that we went through uh, in Bush's era when the uh, uh, brothers and sons and and of uh, Saddam Hussein over there? You know, we we have to have DNA and all that kind of stuff. Right. But but now, it it's irregardless. No, no, we don't need any proof. All you do is take our word for it, and that's good enough because yeah. we don't lie. Yeah, you can't take a liar's word for anything. If his mouth is open, <laughs> he's lying. Certainly. That's Very what his simple. mouth is for us to lie. Period. Simply it. Period. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Period. He's That's got... little boy Obama. Yeah, he's, he's got new uh, functioning and functionality for the word period. And I, I every time I, I hear it, it just that comes to mind, you know, and so I'm always reminding people when they say so and so. Period. I said, be careful when you use that word. You just got through saying you're lying. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. You don't want to be saying that anymore. <laughs> well, I'll see what his next distraction is going to be. Yeah, and that's all that. they are. And, it, and they use these phony words. It's promised areas, promised zones. I mean, they come. The Democrats come up with such phony words to make you think they're going to do something good. Oh, you're in a promise zone, so we're going to take care of you. More rhetoric, nothing will come of it. Yeah, what about Obama standing up there saying, all these Republicans are coming up with these phony scandals. (laughs) Right, phony (laughs) Phony scandals. scandals. Of course they're phony when you do it, Mr. Uh, Hussein. Right, Uh uh-huh, phony's ass. He, He is full of all of the scandals, and uh, even if they were directed by the people who write his teleprompter stuff on there, it's still him. You know, the buck stops there. And uh, it, can you imagine, uh, you know, the, an ad saying, well, can you trust this person getting a phone call at 3 o'clock in the morning, blah, 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 and seeing... <laughs> And seeing Hillary's face come to, come to mind when she's up there screaming and throwing her hands, what difference does it make? I well, cannot they gotta, imagine. They got to play that a lot. If she gets nominated, yeah. they got to play that every day. Oh, gee, that's what you're yeah. voting for. Yeah, look at and this. That's what they got to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I think it would go over good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's, that's the kind of stuff they got to do with Pelosi. Even play Pelosi. Got to pass to see what's in it. I and mean, they've all got some kind of ridiculous byline. But that's <laughs> yeah. what's got to be done. We've got to bring them out. Show yeah. who they are. Yeah, because you know that the Democrats are going to show Christie hugging on uh, Obama. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Christie's got mm-hmm. his own problems now. He's embroiled in all kinds of stuff. They've been shutting down the George Washington Bridge yesterday. Yeah, because the Democratic mayors didn't go along with them. Right. right. Oh, it's amazing. We're out of time. We've gone till next Thursday. Thanks again, my dear co-host, Michael Talley. 
Thank you, David. And uh, next Thursday at the same time. Dear President Obama, we, the people, have stated resolutely we reject your vision for our country. You claim you have not heard us. We, the people, have assembled across America resisting your efforts to subvert our Constitution and undermine our liberty. You claim you have not seen us. Since you have not acknowledged our message, let us here present it once more. For if, as President Wilson said, a leader's ear must ring with the voices of the people, the time has come. Our greatest treasure is freedom.